Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi friends. Hello. Welcome to Real Suckers. Brought to you by Look Mum No Hands and the London Bike Kitchen. Look Mum No Hands is a cycle cafe bar workshop. 49 Old Street, London. We serve coffee bikes and beer and food. And what do you do, London Bike Kitchen? London Bike Kitchen is a do-it-together bike workshop located in Hackney, of course. And we teach people how to fix their own bikes through classes and drop-in workshops and our Women and Gender Variant Night. And we serve delicious knowledge. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> I'm your captain, Alex. I look after social media marketing and events for Look Mum No Hands. I'm joined by my stoker, Jenny. I'm here bringing up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> Three cheers for the rear. <laughs> uh, I do everything at LBK. You are, you are. <laughs> so... We do a cycling comedy industry podcast. Join us, if you will, on a little journey into the wonderful world of mainly bullshit involving women. (laughs) We are going to start with... Clanger. 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 Uh, Fucked up. Fucked up. I'm so sorry. Uh, If you listened, the 427th... Of you. Of you that listened to our previous episode, the women's tour... Which is actually how it's said. Um, (laughs) Thank you for bearing with my fucking terrible audio skills. I'm really sorry. That was our first ever Skype Skype. podcast. And Mm. I don't don't know what I'm doing. None of us do. No. We're like feeling... Raise your hand if you made a mistake. Hi, I made a mistake. I didn't realise. It, recon- it was reconnaissance. Yes. And we found out we didn't like the results. So <laughs> we're not going to do it again. We're not going to do that again. I'm not going to put you through that again. If you got through it, thank you. Send me a message. I'll figure out some sort of we'll prize be, that you deserve. We'll be kinder to your ears this time. Yes. Please enjoy this audio treat. This oral treat. Yeah. <laughs> So I'd just like to say thank you so much for putting up with that. We won't do that again. I champion content more than quality, but from now on we will champion the quality too. <laughs> so we we went to something together. Yes. We're going to play a little audio piece now. Some audio of us. goodness. You might guess. <laughs> we had a little bit to drink. Maybe. Just a little bit. Just one case. <laughs> Just one trough of cider. (laughs) So please, we're going to play that for you now. Come 
coming at you live from the Rafa Nocturne. It's We Are Suckers! Sorry, I, I, Jenny looked at me and I didn't know what we were doing. Coming at you live at the most bullshit race in London. Where the men's race is being televised, but not the women's. Bullshit! <laughs> Really? Not impressed. Meh. Meh. It, basically, it's super exciting right now because the woman that's in the front, we'll find out what her name is later, has lapped the main group. She's, yeah, a, she's lapped? In, in your words. I screamed, she's a machine. She is a machine. <laughs> she's a fucking machine. And it's fascinating and amazing. And this should be on TV. You should all gather and enjoy this wonderful yes, content. This is a moment. <laughs> this is a fucking moment. But we're here, we're supporting it. It's important yes. to be here and support this shit. Yes. It's and our our friend, our friend Beth is is racing right now as well. Yes. Uh, at Velo Betty on Twitter and Instagram. So go Beth. We've been yelling every we time you come it. around. I'm pretty... You're so fast. I want you scream. You've already gone. <laughs> We're screaming you, at a bunch of air. You probably just hear blah blah yeah. <laughs> when you come around. Just know inside we were showing your name. Oh, here they come now. So you're gonna get a little bit of hot, fresh content. Here we go, race, friends. Race, 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 race. Vroom, 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 vroom. There they go. Okay. How many drinks do you think we had? Send us a postcard and you might win a prize. Guess how many drinks we had? Trick question. We don't remember. Hey! (laughs) While I was at the Nocturne, I managed to catch Beth Anderson, who rides for Cycling Club London, CC London, and did a little mini interview with her after her race. We're going to play that for you now. I'm uh, Elizabeth Anderson, or Beth to my friends, um, ride for CC London, and uh, we're at the London Nocturne, and I've just ridden in the JLT um, Elite Criterium race, the women's race. Fancy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> very good. So it was kind of, yeah, it was um, a 40 minutes Criterium race, so that's a, a race, it's kind of short course race, generally in a city centre, kind of, you know, lots of corners, quite technical, and it was kind of, like many criteria was quite brutal, quite fast. It looks brutal. Um, yeah, 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 it kind of was. <laughs> and it's very dry today as well, so it was kind of, that, that's, you know, it doesn't help. Is that No, no, it's dry? really bad. No, you, you kind of, like, throat's closing up, and it's really, oh, it's really, it's like, your, your so yeah, you can't stop to have a drink, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, so, so it's kind of, it's quite, it makes it more fun. It's kind of like, you know, sort of summer criterion, so yeah. How did the race go for you? It was good, actually, yeah. The, as soon as, I was kind of expecting it to go really fast, really quickly, and it did. It did exactly that. So it um, what we call strung out. So you can probably imagine what that means. So immediately turned into a big long string of single riders, and that's generally you know when it's going really fast when that happens. Otherwise, people are in bunches; they can move around a bit more. So that happened, and then this string kind of snapped in a few places and formed some little bunches. So there was a lead group, and and I was in a chase group, and um, and kind of yeah, okay, you know, in a quite good position. But unfortunately, there was a crash in front of me, um, so that kind of split up my group. So we kind of you know. We're on our own. Some were in front, some were behind, and so yeah, I was kind of on my own a bit. But then you kind of find other people to work for, work with. Sorry, and um, and yeah. Cool. Um, you mentioned a chase group. 
What's a chase group? So a chase group generally, so when a race is kind of uh, in progress, you uh, sometimes have a breakaway, and that breakaway is generally a small group of riders, but other times you have a lead group. That's the kind of a big bunch of riders that have just pushed off the front. And that's kind of what happened this race. So there was a kind of lead group with, you know, kind of story riders and drops and, you know, the, the big teams that were here. So that kind of happened. And then these other groups kind of coalesced together to kind of help each other out. Because obviously if you're riding in a draft, then it kind of makes it much easier to move, move so around the you're all chain ganging Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of, you, you, we all know what we're kind of doing so we kind of work together quite quite quickly because we're all kind of you know our, part of our training is to do this chain gang so we kind of start to, to work together quite quickly because so, so even if you're on different teams yeah. you'll still chain gang together yeah it's one of the weird things about cycling that you kind of help out your your opponents you know because it's it's a kind of I guess it's like a kind of tactic game because if you don't help out your other opponents they don't help you then you kind of drop back and but if you're you know even if you're kind of going for the win the might be a small breakaway of a few riders and um, they uh, you know they need to work together to get the chance to get the win so sometimes you need to put some effort in to you know kind of get close to that win but sometimes you won't get it because you've had to put the effort into work so it's kind of one of those weird things I suppose. It's like game theory. Yeah it is it's, it's, it is all game theory. In yeah, action. Sure. Yeah yeah for sure. Yeah. That is yeah, amazing. Sure. It's so like it's like a, how do you choose to work as a team versus yeah, working exactly. against someone? Yeah, for sure. And sometimes the, you kind of, when you're in a chain gang, sometimes you'll soft pedal, so you'll not put in a huge amount of efforts, but you'll look like you are. And then, um, but the problem is with that kind of tactic is it can backfire, so you can get caught up by the groups behind you, and then so you've lost your chance. So it's always kind of trying to work out what the best tactic is at that time. Amazing. Um, what races do you have coming up? So I'm racing on Tuesday at Crystal Palace, the Crystal Palace Crits, which is a, another short course criterium race. Um, and that's very fast, very technical. And, and really good fun. Um, I've got uh, Bovingdon in Hemel Hempstead, which is on an old airfield. That's another Criterium race. That sounds rad. Yeah, yeah, it's, pretty, it's good fun. It's really, it's really fast, really flat. You know, there's not much climbing and stuff, so it kind of suits me. Uh, you know, ride, riding some track as well. So, and then probably Lee Valley Valley Park at the weekend. Looking forward to the future races. Yeah. Thanks. So what are our thoughts on the Rafa Nocturne? Looking back on it, I thought it was boring. It is very boring. boring. I'm putting my hipster cap on uh, right now because I think I went to the first one when it was... Are you really doing this? Yeah, I am really doing this oh right now. Oh my god, Jenny. And it was... It's changed, Alex. Oh my god, it's, Jenny. They sold out. Oh, like, it's Rafa. <laughs> Duh. It used to have this like real like community feel. Grassroots. It was grassroots. Fuck it was off. a lot smaller. Fuck off. It was around you know around Smithfield's Market. What year was it? 2011. Okay. I actually don't know when the first one was, but the first one I went to was in 2011, and I got a Rulur cowbell that didn't have any other branding on it except for Rulur, and then over the subsequent years the cowbells got more and more branding on them and it just it was really sad. They so. are now just actually hand you an advert that vibrates that makes a sound <laughs> because it's just so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a fun atmosphere and we got to yell at people riding bikes. Uh, yeah, I like drinking and I like Skin yelling. Skin suits now. Hello. Hey, oh. <laughs> I've never been to a Rafa Nocturne before. I was aware of it. What did you think? Uh... 
It was boring. <laughs> it, boring. When I say boring, it was there was like this electric feeling in the air. Me and Nelsie walked up. We came from the Little Owner House London Bridge pop up, and you could feel as we were walking towards it like this cheer, and you could mm. see people standing around with bikes, and this there was this really fun electric vibe in the air, and you could see everybody who was there was cheering on somebody they knew. Everybody who was there wanted to be there. Yeah, and the problem is though is. We walked past the finish line and they had really amazing commentary about the ride and what was going on. And then I found you guys and we were just at this kind of stretch. Corner. We stayed there and you just start to lose all sense of where they are and Why you're there. And what? (laughs) Where? Why? There was a section where, like we mentioned in the audio piece previously, that it looked like the group was being lapped. But we had no idea what lap they were on. We had no idea when they were going to finish. I wish they'd been like, speaker set up so you could just hear oh now they're on the third race of the blah 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 and now we're coming up to Mm. i needed a little bit of help as a nocturne virgin working out what the hell was going on i forgot to say this to you there was a family next to us cheering on their son oh and you were really drunk and you were shouting and they were filming and as you went past you went boring Because there's a lot of people there cheering on riders. Like, we were cheering on Beth. Yeah. If I didn't have someone to cheer for, that race loses a lot of meaning. I feel bad. <laughs> it was beautifully done. And you swung away from them, so you didn't even see them. So you just went, boring! <laughs> we're not impressed with your coverage no. policies. No. I'd like to know where you're coming on this one, because it's kind of not cool that you televised the male race on Eurosport and the women's race was shouting at the time that it wasn't televised as someone politely corrected me on Twitter that actually it was being shown on Cycling Weekly Facebook page so the women's race was shown on the Cycling Weekly Facebook page the men's was shown on Eurosport it was one hour and they didn't show any other race you'd think in an hour long show you would have at least five 10, 15 at a push, show reel of Penny Farthing Race, the Folding Bike Race, the Family Race, the Conqueur d'Elegance, mm. which was the kind of tweed run vibe. But no, out of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15. different races that happened on that day. In that hour. You showed one male elite race. Bullshit. Boring. And what I really hate as well is all your copy, you know, ride all day, ride all night. No, actually, you just showed one night of racing. And I really, really admired that it was like, anybody can be a part of this and anybody can race. But when you don't show that, no one else will know that. Can't see it. Can't be it. Slap on the wrist for you. (laughs) Hi, this is editor Alex jumping in to correct ourselves. Sam at Lutmona Hands sent me the link to a video that he's in. Why, it's Rafa's YouTube page. It's there, Rafa Nocturne Shore. They've actually just released a six-minute film that showcases the highlight, the vibe, and a way better range of different riders. So I'm going to put a link to that below. This is something I really wish we could have seen alongside the Eurosport coverage. But there you go. Editor Alex, over and out.
And this weekend, I went to see the women's tour on Sunday. I decided to not go near the uh, finish line. I was obviously a little bit hungover from the night before. (laughs) I was feeling a little bit fragile. I didn't want to get too stressed. So me and my friend, I took a friend who doesn't uh, cycle, who doesn't enjoy cycling. I took a (gasps) non-cyclist. And we just chilled out in the shade and watched them going past. But it was so inspiring to come out of Charing Cross Tube Station, walk into Trafalgar Square and... Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All the roads are closed and this bunch of women are steaming round and they're cycling all around London. And it was amazing but my friend went oh so when do they when do the guys finish racing and I was like no we're we're here for a women's we're here for a women's race you couldn't tell you know they're really fast they have the support cars behind them with all their bikes there's all this branding it looked like a legit male race that's cool and that was fun and that was exciting again I think with the Raff and Nocturne it's a very like long circuit sometimes it was really hard if you weren't paying attention to realize which group were at the front you know, which group were the second, yeah. how many laps yeah. have they been on. Tell. And there was a car going around doing commentary, a car driving around. So you could only hear <laughs> the commentary from the car as it drove past. You'd be like, Where and now I Hey, I think it was amazing. Really inspiring. Please state your name. Okay, my name's Flora. Hi, Flora. Hey, Alex. Hey, Jenny. What's, what is your purpose, Flora? At <laughs> this very moment, I think my purpose is just to not swear too much in front of my Not friend. swear and survive our podcast. Right, right, right. Good luck. Here we go. <laughs> so we're joined by Flora today. Could you tell us where you're from? So I'm originally from Sydney, from Australia, but I moved to Berlin almost six years ago. And I hang out and cycle with the She36 girl gang. Girl gang. Fixed gear girl gang. Fixed gear girl gang. Fixed gear girl gang. That is like my favorite phrase now. Do you guys have matching jackets? (laughs) Uh, Leather jackets. There's a team tattoo and a team kit. Do you have one? You have a team tattoo! I don't have any tattoos. Three out of the 10 to 12 people in the gang now have the tattoo. What is the tattoo? Is it the logo? It's a simplified form of logo because it's just too complex. And it was done by one of the girl gang's members' friends, Sandra. And her friend 
wanted to practice more and was also interested in supporting a girl and trying to like develop the design for us. It's actually really big, circular, and we'll link it below. Yeah, yeah a woman tying her hair up in a bike jersey. Cool. So that's the team tattoo. How many of you are there? Oh, it's this is a tricky question because people are always asking, oh yeah, how big's the gang? And it's a loose membership. Like people come and go because Berlin is just a transient city. So at some trick meetings, we have up to 12 people. And at other events, maybe like five or six core members. But according to Facebook, we have on Facebook, there are 31, 32 members. Mm-hmm. That from a gang that's only been in existence for about two years. What do you guys do? We do lots of things, actually. Like we organize charity rides we try to learn tricks on our fixed gear bicycles like cycling backwards or doing track stands or like the one trick i would like to learn before i you know grow old and can't cycle anymore would be to do a track stand and drink coffee at the same time like tamara the oh, bike gang leader does wow the newbie induction trick when you join the gang when you turn up to a trick meeting the first thing you know you're taken to the side and you're like do you know how to do track stands and i think the other trick is just what took me a long time to get down was to just put my full wait on the saddle and just take a seat do you guys have any like gang initiations running from the cops and doing track stands is a big one <laughs> when did you run from the cops it's because you're not allowed to cycle brakeless in berlin oh, and the cops wow. really really they crack down on they crack down oh, wow they must be bored <laughs> they must be bored but i also think it's a power trip like they could crack mm. down on all the people double parking they are they in a car or a bike or when they're coming after you berlin has both things so in central districts there are cops on bikes but you can see them mile off because they're like big chunky electric bikes and they wear their fluoro yellow <laughs> vests and if they're in their cars then you just have to dive into the side street and going in and out until they lost us oh my god that is so cool <laughs> Oh. It sounds fun now, but the really sad thing is our bike gang leader, Tamara, lost two bicycles because they were confiscated by the police and what? destroyed. What? Yeah, they're really, what? really, really, really mean. Because they didn't have a break and because... So the first time her bike was taken, it was on some sort of record, you know, this person with this um, passport number, da, 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 and she had a second bike, which was also brakeless her again so they weren't leaning into it all but they confiscated it immediately from her whoa wow yeah god imagine like getting home from work like honey what did you do today you're like i took a girl's bike that she loves and adores and is part of a I larger know. picture of her community and who she is and i took it whoa and nobody cycles brakeless unless they know what they're doing it's not an inda- it's not going to endanger anyone except maybe themselves to be honest yeah uh, excuse me berlin police <laughs> We're just really disappointed. I'm really disappointed. Yeah. When we were at the Farad show, you did like a She 36 ride. The dudes on there. Not saying that's bad. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was we just thought that was rides. With like the cake rides or the social rides, like the fundraising rides that we would do. Tamara started one in 2015 to raise money for an NGO that works with women who've been trafficked. With these rides, it's just like open to everybody because the point is to try and raise money. Another one that Tamara organised was in 2016 when a lot of refugees were arriving in Berlin and Germany, going to all the local pharmacies and buying women's health products, sanitary oh, products, yeah. and then bringing them en masse and donating them to the accommodation centres. And I'm that, saying, I mean, yeah, as long as people really turn good. up and are willing to help out, we're not going to turn we don't keep. Yeah. yeah. So what's the like premise of the cake ride? ride? <laughs> it's exactly as it sounds. You cycle when you eat cake. <laughs> what does She36 mean or stand for? She36, well, the she is like the English and not the German. So for she, like female pronoun, 
And the 36 is a reference to the district that our founding member Tamara lives in, which is Kreuzberg. Ah. And back when Berlin was still separated in east and west, all of the districts had their own postcodes. They're kind of like London, so they would reference the compass points and also have a number. And Kreuzberg is District 36. So how long had, has it been going for? Only two years. Mm. And it started off with two members and just kind of gained momentum and traction and more and more people joined. And I think one of the other fun things about doing tricks is that because everybody, bar one person in the bike gang, everyone's just like new to cycling fix. No one grew up like sprinting on tracks or nobody grew up cycling breakless. So this one member, Kim Van Dyke, who was the 2005, I think, Dutch Artistic Cycling Champion, like the national oh, champion. She's the, yes. She was one of the ones. She's so humble. Like, <laughs> yeah. she's super, super <laughs> humble about it. And she would just, like, pop a wheelie and cycle two kilometres. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Or another member, Kate, who, you know, she also started Cycling Fix two years ago. And she now races at all, not all, but at many of the crits and at, like, some of the events and she's really really strong and fast and that's just come with heaps of hard work and also the community of practicing with other women in the velodrome or like going on longer group rides so tell us about cycle cafes in berlin Girl. yeah there's there's a really nice one also in Kreuzberg called take a break as in b-r-a-k-e nice yes and they've got <laughs> A really cool female mechanic and you can rock up there. They've got a beautiful lounge room that's sunlit. Great snacks. And you can also, like, if you're not sure about how to fix something, you can ask and you'll be shown. But you can also just, like, check in your bike and have a fix and then come back. Oh, yeah, Ratschbannerai on Koppelsedam. Ratschbannerai is this old institution. They love their steel bicycles. And they have three female mechanics. Wow. They purposely take on apprentices. What do you reckon the future holds for She36? That's a really good question. Like, I can't speak for the whole bike gang, but I think maybe a stronger sense of politicization and maybe strength as a community. So noticing that there are more and more people interested in joining and that keep coming and seeing what happens when we do things like at the Berlin Fahrradschau. We try to get there, not the terms and conditions, but anyone who exhibits there signs like an agreement contract. And we tried to introduce an anti-sexism clause into their contract. And we were kind of brushed off this year, but we're going to take another tilt of that windmill next year. Mm-hmm. So kind of combining our powers of social justice or energy and trying to change things slowly. Like a lot of queer spaces in Berlin, you see at the front door, you know, this... We don't tolerate racism, sexism, lookism, all the isms. Yeah. And it's just very it's visible. Yeah, yeah, if they could have that for the Farad shell, dreams come true. <laughs> and what else could the future hold? I think some members are blossoming in the racing, like in doing all the crits. So I guess maybe the future holds a red hood crit for them. Yes. Um, cool. I would just be happy like if we all did more fun tricks. <laughs> Like a little travelling trick show. I would love that. Yeah, no, I found this really cool magazine where they showed, like, this 1920s German labour union, like, trade union, and in their spare time, these trade union members would do tricks on their bikes. And one of them was just, like, eight bicycles kind of interlocking in a circle and everyone track standing on that. Wow. There's a photo on the sheet that's the next Instagram of us trying to do this. (laughs) It's a good link in to just say, how can we find out more and how can we follow you? 
we're very active on Instagram, so you can search for at she36 with an underscore after it or just the she36 hashtag. We've got a Tumblr, she36.tumblr.com. And the third thing is our Facebook site, which mostly has events, also she36. Great. But if anyone is ever in Berlin, just like drop us a message or come to a trick meeting where you normally have them on the third Sunday of every month. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. The Ouija board staying firmly in our panniers today because we're going to read something from someone alive and kicking. (laughs) Someone with a fire inside. A moment with Grayson Perry. I'll be reading a short passage written by Grayson Perry on Vogue Elite Bicycle. It's something I posted on Twitter and we'll share links below greatly. Um, for those of you who don't know, is an English artist hailing from Essex. He's from Chelmsford. I'm from Colchester. He's from my hood. He's my boy. Mainly known for his ceramic vases and cross-dressing. So what are you going to read for us, Jenny? So this is Grayson Perry on his Vogue Elite bicycle. This is the bike I ride about town. I like it very much. It is a lady's bike, so I can wear a dress on it. I have a yellow plastic milk crate on the front, which is where I put my shoes and handbag. Really enjoy overtaking men on racing bikes, particularly when I'm wearing a skirt. I chose the pea green model because I am a color campaigner and wanted a bike that was bright. I never buy black. Coward's black, I call it. Black clothes on men are an abstention from the conversation. I bought the bicycle online from Holland. It's classic Dutch style, tall and upright and old school with its industrial welded tubes. The handlebars are close to the saddle, meaning that you are not bent over as you ride. It weighs about 40 pounds and is geared for Holland. One gear for the flat, two for when you have the wind at your back, so it's hard work on hills. One of my favourite things is to pedal it about London very slowly on a beautiful balmy summer's evening, like a kind of two-wheeled flaneur. Sometimes I might stop for a pint or two on the way round, just on my own, so I can hear and smell and watch the world go by. I love doing that. I've done a lot of work around masculinity, and I find that men are very confused about the role of function, which they often think is a way of displaying status. So they get a 2,000 pound bike that weighs five kilograms and would be useful if you were on the Tour de France, but it's completely impractical for riding to work. A town bike that you leave on a rack needs to be cheap. That's one of its functions. This bike has a squishy saddle and is very comfortable. But comfort is another function that gets ignored in the man world, because no status is attached to it. It's not that I mind men having expensive and beautiful things, but men sometimes kid themselves that they are buying something because they need it, rather than just because they want it. They feel that they have to justify their sports car. No. It is an adornment as decorative as lacy underwear. And that's Grayson. Thank you, Grayson. Um, I really enjoyed reading that. I posted it with a hashtag toxic masculinity because I actually find that it really hurts men for them to think that they have to be a certain way. It's really painful, actually. It hurts me to see that in guys. I'm like, dude, you don't have to be like this. 
No one has to be anyway. anyway. You don't have to do anything. Do you know? You can actually just do what you like. Yeah. And you shouldn't be. It's not that you shouldn't be hindered. We aren't hindered. No. Nothing hinders us from doing anything. Except ourselves. Yeah. There's no physical and mental boundaries to a lot of things. Yes, you can call me out on there are, but we live in an amazing world of technology and information that you can pretty much grapple with anything you want to do. So please ride a bike that you want to ride. Yeah, don't think you have to be a certain way. Just chill out. Anyways, thanks, Grayson, for that. Thank you, Grayson. That was great. On that note, we're off for a bike ride. If you like what we do, please like, rate, and subscribe. Subscribe. And don't forget to share. Thank you for all your support. Yeah. Please share. Please help us keep carrying on doing what we're doing. And see you next Next time. time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.